Welcome back to another episode of Somewhere in Missouri. This week I sit down with grilled cheese expert Vance Hall of Druffs here in downtown Springfield. We talk about everything from how the local Springfield community has really helped make Druffs successful, some of the common misconceptions and stressors of owning a restaurant. He opens up about his own sobriety and how it's made him a better business owner. And the most important question of all, why grilled cheese? Enjoy the episode. I'm Vance Hall. I am the co-owner of Druffs, which is a grilled cheese restaurant. Uh, we also offer uh, a weird little breakfast menu, sort of a diner uh, in the bottom of the Sky 11 building at Park Central East and Jefferson, uh, just right down the street from where we are now. And we've been open, it's going to be three years in May. Uh, wow, is, three years already? I know, man. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so yeah, and we started breakfast about a year ago. Uh, and that's been very helpful. So it's been cool. And then before that, like I worked for Mothers and I was at the Galois Theater for about five years before that. So cool. you can't escape the downtown area. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah oh, I get it. It's like yeah. a black hole in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, okay. And, and like I was just saying, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to, to trim these episodes down. Sure. Uh, so I'm just going to get right into this. Let's do it. Uh, and I think the first question on my mind is, why grilled cheese? I mean, I love grilled sure. cheese, so I get it. But but why did you choose to, to pick a, a kind of a niche restaurant based around grilled cheese? Uh, so, I mean, like, I have been a fatter person in my life. <laughs> uh, I may be again, who knows. But um, I just enjoy cheese and bread like uh i think most americans do and it's like a pretty easy thing i'm not a chef by any means and conceptually in the same way that like pizza you can sort of get super creative with an array of ingredients and make that work with all kinds of weird stuff um so that it just seemed sort of approachable and fun uh and then like i've mentioned selling that beer for a year uh, for mothers and that allowed to like see I got to travel a little bit to do that and saw a lot of concepts that weren't in Springfield right. that were working really well uh, one of which was like sort of uh, weird creative diners that uh, again weren't here so that's sort of what led us there well it's yeah. kind of like that that you know the the niche donut shops the novelty yeah. donut shops where they throw everything under the kitchen sink on one and it's a viral hit because it's that I can't believe they did it. Yeah, you know? and that's sort of and it like fo- like from day one, my business partner and I were sort of wanted everything to photograph well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like which it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. I've been and in those pictures. Yeah, and- <laughs> I appreciate that a lot. Um, yeah, and like that was like how the food would be plated in the baskets with the paper, like how every and then like pops of color with yeah. sides of fruit and stuff like that, like. And the pickle in a pickle dish, just because my business partner is pretty, uh, what's the nicest way to say this? Crazy? Uh, I was going like, to say meticulous, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, 
and like doesn't you know didn't want pickles touching the sandwiches mm-hmm. which there are a lot of people that are like super yeah serious about that uh, well, i mean I, I guess if my sandwich was a uh, soggy from the pickle juice or something it might be a little no, yeah a little bit of a turn off for sure and our <laughs> pickles are awesome and people love them but they are powerful yeah yeah they have a kick yeah for yeah sure so uh it makes some sense but just sort of like um yeah when even I mean even speaking on that with the with the pickle in the dish and, and, mm-hmm. and the kind of paper you used, what kind of thought or at least or, or inspiration did you pull from for the aesthetic of of drops? Because I mean it it definitely has a, a vibe and a very particular look. It's yeah. not like you just went and rented out a spot and, and, and dropped what you needed to in. I mean it, sure. it it's very very well done. Yeah, thank you for saying that. Um, there's a place in Atlanta. Um, that I can't remember the name of right now, that uh, has a very similar interior to what we have also. <laughs> um, and drew a lot of inspiration from that. So like, again, we did, I did a lot of traveling and got inspiration from like what's working. Right. And we're not, like we're in the same vein of, of all the places that sort of open, which is like low Edison bulbs, yeah. um, subway tile, uh, just sort of clean and simple. Right, yeah. Um, the, I don't the, know the like trendy kind of, yeah. just contemporary, you know. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and and sort of wanted it to just be a place, something that wasn't here and something, some place that I would want to eat at. Right. Uh, that's, yeah, I mean, that's And that's I've like always... sort of all I want to do when I think about doing the next concept. It's just like, what's not here? Where do, what would I want to go to? Which might be flawed. Like <laughs> when I was in the concert business. Right. Like booking stuff I liked. My really worked yeah. out. Uh, yeah. What's well, like when I design a T-shirt, like uh, you know, I, I want to design something I want to wear, you yeah. know. But of course, there's that almost that uh, that egotism that we we you know we get self-centered where oh well I like this that means everyone else will but then no one else likes yeah. it and like okay well that was a, a well we know best right <laughs> you, you and I. <laughs> Um, okay, you're, I mean, you're talking about what you would do, do next and it being, you know, something obviously that Sprinkle doesn't sure. have, yeah. um, which I mean, I think is the way to go. That to me is a no-brainer. Yeah. Uh, as far as Druff saying you, what what does the future have there? Is it like a, a franchise uh, kind of thing? Is it a, a flagship one-off? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I've kicked around a lot of stuff, um, and some of it has happened before I was ready or able mm-hmm. to do that. And... Um, uh, I th- the easiest thing would be to open another dress on the like south side of town, yeah. um, but that would make me like cross Sunshine Street on a regular basis, and I don't really. <laughs> no wanna, one wants to do that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, but I'm on like this big juice kick, like a little juice bar thing. Um, That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have? I mean, do we have? Not any really. Here? Not. I feel like we have the, some that they they're like, oh, we do all this, but oh, we now have we have coffee juice. places that do smoothies. Yeah. Um, and then like Mama Jeans, I think has a juice program, but from what I've heard, I, they're scaling it back. Like a real juice bar yeah. with the, oh, I need a detox from last night. Uh-huh. Go get the juice there. Yeah, it tastes terrible and I threw up afterwards, but I feel great. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to be gassy all day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So like something close to campus, uh, getting a little bit closer to campus, yeah. but still like in this area where there's high foot traffic uh, and can maybe make that happen. That's sort of, we're gonna, I'm taking a trip 
uh, this coming weekend to maybe do some research about how to make that work. So That'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, just something that helps Springfield grow that mm -hmm. we don't already have. I mean, how many, how many places, either downtown or just in Springfield, period, can you go get the same, exact same burger, exact same chicken tenders? All of them. Yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, versus something that even the, the new beer hall that just opened sure. up, you know, that's and, and it's funny because it's, you know, it, it's this I it's a Scandinavian concept. And over there, they're, you know, they're probably a dime, dime a dozen and they're like, oh, another beer hall. Whereas here in the Midwest, in America, mm -hmm. it's it's a huge thing because it's not the norm. Right. And, and it's kind of like breaking that mold and, and doing something different. Yeah, for sure. That place is beautiful. Also, I have not been there yet. Yeah. I've, really I've, nice. I've tried to go, but I don't think they're open on Sundays and Mondays. Is that it? I just talked to the general manager. Uh, I was just with him, and they're going to start doing that in three weeks. I heard that. Yeah. Because yeah. Micah and I tried to go a couple weeks back, but it was yeah. a Sunday, and we were like, these are the, these are the days to go. And, you know, that, that could go. Cause, yeah, you know, especially for Micah. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Sundays are like the... The only day he can. Yeah. Sunday or Monday, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, so speaking of different, regarding your sandwiches... Who comes up with the ideas for them? Because some of them are pretty, I don't want to use the word off the wall, that sounds negative, but they're they're creative. Sure. So who, do you come up with them? Do yeah. You, does your, uh, do your, so you like, know. Uh, not exclusively me. Uh, I have a kitchen manager, Chris Buterbaugh, who uh, will sort of just bounce ideas off. And I will like say something really silly to him and mm -hmm. he'll like sort of walk it back, be like, this yeah. is actually how <laughs> we could do that. Uh and it's not like, like, let's, let's not, pivot to, to not use that <laughs> yeah yeah like we shouldn't have that in this restaurant right. uh but that's for the juice bar yeah, yeah right um yeah i mean the initial menu my business partner and i andrew uh sort of came up with and a lot of that was honestly like looking at pizza mm -hmm. and seeing how to make that work and then getting some feedback from some people that um are like more creative than us about how to maybe use some different ingredients to accomplish mm -hmm. the same stuff. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, like some, we just get to try weird stuff like running features and a lot of that stuff has become uh, menu items like that crab rangoon sandwich that we did uh, that went... Whoa, how'd I miss that? I have not been in Druffs in a while. It's, that hurts me, but it's fine. Uh, it's just, it's such a long walk. It's like four blocks from my house. <laughs> yeah, it's a real burden. Um, That's yeah. why I always get a delivery. If you receive delivery to, to the Hearst building, it's most likely me. Okay. That means yeah. I, I can get my Druffs fixed, but I don't have to be around people. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And we do deliver uh, with those little Uber Eats and the Grubhub and stuff. But so, I mean, like we've been talking about doing the Crab and Goon thing uh, for a long time. And I sort of just thought it was too weird or, mm -hmm. or like it is weird, but it's awesome because we just put bacon on it and that seems yeah, to make I need most to things I work. need to try one of those. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. Super. That's been really popular. And then like that pulled pork and mac and cheese and that sort of that concept of putting mac and cheese on stuff mm -hmm. is like very much in the zeitgeist and I can't like take credit for that. By right. Yeah. Means. Oh yeah. Uh, I've, I've been putting on my, on pretzel burgers uh, right. for yeah years, it's, yeah. but it's, it's, yeah, do it. Yeah. Try it. It's good. <laughs> yeah. And people are, and like, that is the most popular sandwich. So like the two outside of just the basic grilled, like the crumb classic, which yeah. is just three cheeses and bread. It's come from just like, we'll just mess around and try this for two weeks. Yeah. And those are like, have become like the two most. Popular I know there's sandwiches. a spot in in um, St. Louis. I think it's it's not no Black Sheep is here, so it's not that. Mm -hmm. um, I can't believe I'm blanking, blanking on the name now. But they do a. I mean, and they, they make everything in ha everything in house 
absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. But they do something where like every week they do, they come up with compl- two completely off, it, it's like drafts, you know, yeah. but, but for burgers. Yeah. Completely two completely off the wall burgers. And so they have to print out, print out new menus every week. And then they let, let people vote, the customers vote, and then whichever one wins stays on the menu. Yeah. How do they do the voting? Oh, that I don't know. Yeah. I've never voted. Right. <laughs> um, I, I think, anything or just uh, no? I've, oh, I've, okay. I've yeah, I've, okay. I voted uh, in the in the things that I'm supposed to vote okay, for. Good. Um, or, or that's what at least what I'm supposed to say. Yeah. Um, I actually I'm not sure I've ever tried any of the ones that were you could vote on. Yeah. Maybe they were a little too off the wall. I'm like sure. a comfort zone. You know, like, yeah. I, I'm adventurous, but right. if, especially if I'm if I'm at a new place, I'm I know be what you real get. pissed if I get something good that was adventurous and then I don't like it. Yeah, you know, because I'm not gonna send it back. I'm just gonna sit and complain about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Or like uh, I love. I mean, I, I, I'm by no means a cook, but I like to cook, sure. and I like to think that I can be inventive and creative. Yeah. And I mean, for years I've been putting, you know, uh, the ma- making the the grilled cheese with with marinara and the, and the mozzarella and yeah. the pepperoni and and just wild stuff. So then when I saw you guys open up, and literally being, you know, cr- making these creative. Yeah, grilled cheeses, which I think is a you know mm-hmm. so such such an underrated. We grew up eating grilled cheese, sure, and it's that I don't remember where it's from, but it's that kind of logical, the, the logic and the theory of you grow up you grow up because and lobster is this huge deal. Right. It's got this you know this conception about it, but why not the same for grilled cheese? You yeah. know, um, but that's that's a, a, a visual thing. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just an underrated underrated sandwich. I think so too, man. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I we just uh, thought we should give it a shot. Pretty much, like he had some success. My business partner with uh, opening a couple bars, and once you have success like that, or just perceived success, right. uh, people are it, the path becomes easier. Yeah, to like kind of open do the doors. Next thing. And... Yeah, people. You know, you get to maybe hear about lease space a little earlier, or uh, financing is easier and stuff like that, and. Um, sort of like I we used to use the phrase like porch prophecy a lot from just like bullshitting. Can I swear? I swore. Sorry. Yeah. No. Uh, it's, okay. Yeah. It's all right. Uh, I'm surprised I haven't yet. Okay. Have I? I don't. I don't keep we'll, track. We'll, somebody will let us know. <laughs> um, I just mark them as ex- I pretty much mark all of them explicit. Yeah. Because uh, you never know. Yeah. Uh, just from like a, a shocking amount of ideas have been generated on like back in front porches between my friends and I, and some of them have become actual businesses. There you go. Uh, and that's sort of how drafts happened, was just like uh, a night of drinking. Right. What if like, we, we should just a... do this. But we've yeah. talked about it for a long time. Like We've been talking about going to business for a long time. Yeah. And, um, I sort of was at a place where, I, I just would have regretted it if I didn't pursue uh, entrepreneurship right. like, in earnest. So. Yeah, it's, it's without a doubt entrepreneurship you know one of the most rewarding and exhausting at the exact same time yeah it's the best thing and the worst thing yeah for (laughs) sure Uh, what what do you think is some of the the challenges that you had bringing bringing something that was that was against the norm mm -hmm. to Springfield yeah I think trying to be too cute at times uh, was sort of our problem like we like honestly, like we didn't start that strong. Uh, we, oh, I guess the first two months, and then there was like a a real. Uh, we just slowed down a lot, like mm-hmm. after the like first a few months. Yeah, and part of that was because like we just didn't. 
Ignorance is the short answer, really, because <laughs> uh, like we didn't know what we were doing construction-wise, mm -hmm. and it took too long, and we opened in the summer, which turns out it's hard to sell hot sandwiches and soup in the summer <laughs> if you don't have a patio. <laughs> I don't know. I think my girlfriend literally will want draft soup any day that we Yeah, some people really are about it, but, uh, and I get it, like, we just, there but are... See, I'm not a soup guy. I don't like to feel like I'm drinking my, it's a texture thing. Sure. So. Yeah, but there's just, like, a lot, of, there's a lot of places to go hang out outside, mm -hmm. uh, close to us, so, like, that, that was a struggle for us, like, right when we got going um and then uh like we i think like just doing some <laughs> some like normal advertising stuff that we avoided because we thought we were too above that i yeah. guess really don't want to be yeah the tacky whatever no god forbid uh we actually get the word out about this right restaurant. yeah uh so like that sort of stuff and then you know it's just hard to circle back like uh, we just learned a lot and then, um, you know, getting good help took a while too. So how did you kind of overcome that? I mean, cause you know, you, you, you really could have gone two ways. You sure. either obviously flourished like, like you did, you know, yeah. now you're, you're running on three years mm -hmm. or you could have, uh, plateaued sure. in, in that lull, you yeah. know, what are some of the things that you did to overcome that, to, to get, get it back into gear, Sure, you know, especially in, this is actually one of the uh, requested things uh, in my DMs, right. as far as how you're growing your business, yeah. uh, despite the growing pains, you know, be, being yeah. transparent and, and, and showing that, no, we're a new business and we're working ass off, yeah. not, not like a, oh, we're, we're here, we're the big boy on the block, you know. Yeah, I think we just got way more consistent. Uh, like we, and like I made some changes in my personal life, uh, to make it less messy. Like uh, what? Like I don't drink anymore. Oh. Um, cause like that first year, just like the stress of, um, I just didn't handle it very well mm. to be hundred percent. I, I, I remember I still attribute to you to almost yeah. breaking my ankle. Yeah. That night at studio yeah, when, man. You, when you bought me a shot yeah, dude. and, uh, I took a tumble off the curb and, and my ankle was swollen for like weeks. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, it's, about oh yeah, that. it was your fault, not my uh, lack of motor skills at no, 3 a.m. <laughs> no, no, I get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a fun evening, actually. That's like a really weird uh, night that maybe I'll tell you about when we're not recording. Not this. recording. Yes. Uh, we, we all got stuff we don't want on, on recording, I sure. guess. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, just sort of like. Um, got a little more healthier like in my in my life how, uh, how did um how did the sobriety sure kind of yeah how, how did that affect how, how did that then affect how, how you were able to then run your business more efficiently uh well i could like show up to work uh, <laughs> yeah that's that's yeah, a plus yeah yeah um yeah, and just like what I don't know, man. Like it, it got pretty mess messy to mm. be honest with you. Like what was happening in my life, and they like I just wasn't uh, being a responsible person. Uh, yeah, in, that happens in, the best in short. Us. Yeah. Um, Again, if you saw what this place looked like. 15 minutes before you got sure. here, tonic bottles all over. Yeah. There was a horse mask on the desk. I think nice. Micah had it on last night. Yeah. It was an interesting evening. Yeah. And uh, so, like, uh, just sort of being able to show up and actually do the job and, like, do what I, you know, I'd have these great ideas and then we couldn't really Execute make them me. happen because um, I was sort of always playing catch up all the time. So, um, and then making that transition to like where we, so really what has turned the corner for us has been starting the breakfast thing 
and like trimming our hours down because somehow we're open way less hours and making more money. Uh, and so that's, like, the, that's the good problem. It's, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Uh, and like just the transition of like me not making great hiring decisions and or good that, decisions. That learning curve. Good that decisions comes with period any, yeah. really about like um, who to, you know, put some faith in so that like uh, that business can run well when I'm not there. And it's all stuff that just takes time. Yeah. And like, I don't know that I could can't credit, expect it to credit know. exclusively to sobriety versus like experience, just general experience of right. like, uh, it's sort of painful and expensive to learn. Uh, and that's, that's been my experience with it. But, um, yeah. And then like from a marketing perspective, like, uh, thank you for all that you have done for us, honestly. I mean, they're aesthetically pleasing sandwiches. Yeah, right. So like, but like you've been super helpful for us uh, and then like actually spending some money online um, and... Because I think you were one of my first ever giveaways on a local page. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So doing that kind of stuff and, uh, you know, getting some folks that like will take some professional photos for us, which you've also done, but we've had that like some other folks Mm -hmm. do that. Oh yeah, you have, you seem to have a lot a, a nice arsenal of photographers who go in and out of there who just yeah. you know who help uh, help you pump out yeah good yeah good, and good we're real lucky to just be able to sort of recycle folks other like just other people's well, Instagram yeah, posts that's yeah. been great it's um, like Andrea's butterfly wings down here they're almost like doing oh the work God. for you yeah you that's know. what we need is a butterfly mural inside this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, also that big Springfield mural across yeah. the way from yeah, us. Yeah, she did that as well. Like yep. A lot of people. She did that? Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, man, just getting consistent. And then, but like I think, I really think the breakfast, like that's been that's been sort of uh, revolutionary for what our business, uh, it's just grown us so when much. When you've almost, like you've created this demand of, because like you said, you know, less hours, but more yeah. money. Yeah. And it's like almost this... Uh, you know, kind of like, you know, the, the, the shoes that, that sell out because there are only a select amount of them. Right. This kind of, even if it's um, uh, implied, sure. you know, availability, mm-hmm. you know, this like limited edition, you know, shoe, yeah. um, that the fact that with these select hours, then you have to have people who are crawling. And that's that's one of the reasons why I do Uber Eats, right. because there's always a lot of people in there. Yeah. Good for you, right. back to my social sure, anxiety. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's part of it too. Is that like we're really small, mm-hmm. uh, and that's kind of cool at right. times. Uh, I get that real big corporate kind of feel. And I like, get real confused about it because I also like money uh, and like want to open more. Right. Uh, but I don't think we're like at a, a threshold or a tipping point where that's entirely mm-hmm. necessary. We don't worry about yeah quality control. Right, and, and it's yeah. just like I get I can I work a lot, but I have like a pretty fulfilling life outside of work, which is I mean yeah very important. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like the reason the business is still open. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, and and I like how you've you've you know opened up about just how uh, these the stressors and you know how it's not all you know. Uh, it's not all great when you when you own a business, no. let alone a restaurant, which has a sure. lot of liability, a lot uh-huh. of overhead. Yeah. What do you think are some of the the common misconceptions, especially with with owning a, owning and running a restaurant? Right. It's not like you know we see on TV where open up a restaurant and make a bunch of money, you know, sure. shitloads of money. Like yeah, maybe if you own multiple and they all cancel yeah. each other not out. Not even as on far TV, as... man. Like I would just watch my homies like open restaurants and make a bunch of money, mm-hmm. uh, or perceived it that way. Yeah. And, um, 
you know, like I just, I have a lot of conversations with people who want to go into business. Um, maybe like partnering a new concept or yeah. whatever. Uh, and sort of just lead with like, are you willing to work a bunch and not make any money? Right. Is that something yeah. you're you have to, to be committed and married to it? Right. Yeah. And uh, most people aren't. So yeah. like that's and that but that's so like looking at it through a new perspective of like, I don't know. It's become clear to me how little money I need to like have a good time. Yeah. Um, particularly in the place that we live. Like you can ball out on forty grand a year here. That's good. true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like, just the like, I I don't know what you want. Like I would have told I got into business to like be in control, and maybe to have some status, uh, and like just pretty self-serving perspective on that whole thing. And like, <laughs> um, and but the and the, there's another piece of it that was true but i wasn't really exercising it and then like i get to employ people yeah i can partner with charities i can be a part i can have my own little community in, in the restaurant and, yeah and then i can have and be a part of this bigger community in downtown springfield and then springfield as a whole and like how do i actually service that whole thing you know um not really stuff i was concerned about uh but sort of uh that kind of happens on its own yeah, yeah. and like if you and like how to, and basically like the perspective that I have now is I work for my employees. They don't, I mean, they, that's a confusing thing to say. No, I, yeah, I get and it. Like yeah, actually the... practice on a regular basis. But for the most part, it's how do I make my employees jobs the easiest possible so that they can best service the customer? Yeah. Cause yeah, you, yeah. That you take your employees and right. your employees will take care of the business. Plus I can leave. That too. And then I can yeah. leave. Well, yeah, especially yeah, if you feel like you can tr trust the people that are there to not, to not put the pickle outside of the tray. Yeah. And yeah. What, or just problem solve, man, because like you can't please everybody, but like empowering those folks to make decisions yeah. that are Without in service of the customer. Yeah, I don't, like you don't need to call and text me to do the right thing. Like just, just like let's just move on from the seven dollar argument that we're having. Right. right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Over a sandwich, over mm. over a grilled cheese. Whatever it is. Yeah. Just give him the pickle is like a corporate training video I watched uh, as a 16 year old. Really, but it's super applicable to what I <laughs> yeah. am going on now. <laughs> yeah, like, literally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, so like, let's just like, I guess I shouldn't blast that. Like, we'll give you free stuff <laughs> if you complain at drops. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I do like those pickles. <laughs> they're great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so I don't know how clear of an answer I just gave. No, you. it's okay. okay. That's that's not the the, the okay. point. Isn't clear answers. The point is conversation. Sure, so it's yeah. all good. Okay. Kind of going back to the what you were talking about with the, with the community. Yeah. And I mean, really, and really to kind of wrap up because we're oh we're getting so close to thirty minute mark and yeah. I love it. Uh -huh. um, how the community, you know, obviously you, you've been able to have your part in the community. Sure. But now how the community has has in turn helped Druffs. Yeah. Because even back to yeah the the aesthetically pleasing food, which then basically lets lets your customers be your content creators, right? Um, and, and the the lesser hours, more money. Mm -hmm. how, how all of that has evolved, and how the the community itself of Springfield, the Springfield market, has proven to to help make Druff successful. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I don't understand what you're asking. Yeah, me, my, my question got a little away from me. That's okay. Um, but <laughs> basically, <Yeah. laughs> basically, how how the Springfield community uh, ha- has in turn helped make drafts drafts successful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they just keep coming, man. Like, really, that's in short. Like, uh, you know, we have <laughs> like. We have some regulars that have been super vocal and we'll see them bring people in, mm-hmm. like sort of do the work for us if we deliver repeatedly. Yeah, that word of mouth people. is just so powerful. Right, yeah. Um, and then like there's some, you know, the Downtown Springfield Association has been super like in like sort of aligning with them uh, on some stuff. and. Um, like my landlord uh, or the Vecino group when we first opened was super helpful uh, under that like Park East brand. Mm-hmm. Um, they were really cool and uh, did a lot for us. And then sort of just what like other neighboring businesses sort of uh, sending people. Yeah, but, but very opening and yeah, well, especially sure. the fact that they don't have to, you know, well, at least you're not selling more chicken tenders. So they're yeah, not, yeah, they're not for sure. To give and, away like, a customer. Uh, and like, I just have a lot of friends that like own and operate other places or work uh, at places that maybe they're more drink oriented. So mm-hmm. they're like sending folks our way. And but you guys do, you kind of do some collaboration as well, it seems. Yeah, we yeah. have. Uh, we did some stuff. Uh, like, we did an offsite event um, last summer with Team Taco on Commercial Street. That oh, was cool. super fun. Uh, would like to do more of that. It's just so much work yeah. to do pop-up right. events. Uh, and then on top of them being away from the restaurant. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of just like, why don't we just open, let me just spend a few more dollars and let's just open another. Open little. another one, yeah. <laughs> but then you got to cross sunshine, man. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a little little spot, you know, like a little kiosk uh, in on campus. Yeah, that'd be nice. I just don't want to... With a panini press, and that's it. <laughs> I know, man, but I don't want to stop selling booze just because right. I don't drink it anymore. Like, it's such a wonderful... So you wouldn't be able to on campus, I guess, right? Yeah. No, like, the food, a... like essentially, we opened a food truck in a brick-and-mortar location. Uh, <laughs> and I think I sort of have a hard time... Like, all the things I think about are almost that exactly. Yeah. Uh, I've always thought it was so cool to, to have a food truck. Like, or at least to brand it, create the menu, you know, build it all out. But yeah. I, I don't want to be in a hot but then food you're truck doing cooking stuff. Yeah, yeah I don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I might have opened a business, like, just to run a Facebook account. Or yeah, there Instagram you go. Yeah, that's what I do. I I, I create, uh, I come up with ideas, I buy the domain, I build a website, uh, get the social media account running. Mm-hmm. Uh, in two months, in two years, whatever it is, I monetize it. And then I just hope, ideally, then white glove it and, and automate it. Um, yeah. But some work, some don't, obviously. Right. Um, but okay. All right, Vance. I want to thank you for coming in, coming in today. Yeah. Um, and and for tolerating my more rapid fire questions as I try to trim down these podcast episodes. You did great. Uh, to to wrap up though, please let everyone know where they can find you sure. both both on location and online. Yeah. Uh, Drefts, again, is at 331 Park Central East, uh, which is like in the old Woodruff building. That's what we're named after. Also now known as the Sky 11 building. Uh, uh, That's right downtown. Our website is yumdrefts.com. You can see all the menus there. Uh, And then it's just basically Drefts on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that. Cool. Awesome. Thanks again for coming in. Appreciate it. Thank you again for tuning into this week's episode of Somewhere in Missouri. If there's someone you'd like to hear on our podcast, 
a topic recommendation, a question you want to ask, feel free to slide into our DMs on any of the local pages. That's sgf.life, somewhere in Missouri, curate.417, or show me Springfield Mo. If you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love it if you took the time to subscribe, follow, rate, review, all that other social media garbage. I'll see you next week.